Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Drink some water. I need you to rate, subscribe, do everything for my show to get me more lit. The more you subscribe, the more ratings you leave, the more lit I become. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, that is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. So I haven't been here since April. I'm going to give a full detailed explanation as to why that is. Some of you have seen me and a lot of you have not heard from me via this podcast. And I'm going to make sure I sit the record straight and I'm going to ensure now that I got more time and now that I have more of a handle of my life that I can do what needs to be done. So before I get into why I haven't recorded since I was uh, speaking to my man, Anthony Moore, on uh, April 14th, I want to speak to you about adversity, about overcoming obstacles, about not losing your cool. Very recently, I was in Jamaica. I was in Montego Bay, and I was with some of the homies. We out there, we doing our thing. And I'm over there by the pool, and we stumbled across a group of ladies. Now, for those of you that only listen to me and have not really seen me, I am undeniably handsome. It's just what it is. I didn't help it. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't ask for these attributes or these characteristics. They were just bestowed upon me. So, whilst laying beside the pool, stumbled across this group of women, and you know we're speaking to one another, and it, and uh, as I was over there chilling or whatever have you, you know we're conversing, and they're like, oh, you know, men's feet are usually so terrible, man. You really have nice feet. Speaking to me, and I was like, okay, yo, well, thank you. And then one of them, also, she was complimentary towards me as well. But the one of them said, yeah, your feet look good even for somebody with bunions. And then somebody made like a bunion joke. I, f- I f- forget like bunion, funions, something along the lines of something that was like really quick witted, but it sparked some laughter amongst the women. This is the adversity that I'm talking about. This is not the time to lose my cool. This is not the time for me to panic because usually I will look at her or wherever have you, and I would start joking back. I would say some shit like, man, you over there smelling like eyeglass glue. Some some along those lines, just to get the ball rolling. But I maintained my cool. I maintained my resolve. And I just went to genetics with it. I hit her with the okey-doke. Yeah, you know, my mom had bunions. My grandmother had bunions. You know, a lot of the people, specifically the women in my family, have bunions. And this is just something that's genetic. You know, I've had bunions ever since I can remember probably since I was about eight or nine years old because and then I just hit it with like some quick nerd shit you know my my shoe size matched my age until I was about 12 years old so you know bunions just came to the territory but luckily for me I don't have corns and they're like oh no no problem no I was just making jokes no your feet look good hmm nigga that's how you maintain your wave right there you cannot lose your cool because there's something that I want to speak to. And this is specifically 
to the younger people that listen to my show. What often happens is amongst women, you start to lose your mind, specifically when you're around your friends. And there's a rule and there's a rule amongst my friends and there should be a rule amongst yours as well. And that rule is if you are with a group of women and you're with the homies, you are not to make fun of your man in front of the women. You are not to argue with your man in front of the women. You are not to fight with your man in front of the women. You are not to make light of a shortcoming of your friend in front of the women. Your behavior amongst women needs to be top notch. If you didn't listen to me before, you need to listen to me now. You just need to get into the habit of that. It's too often to where somebody might say something off-putting and it's, nigga, fuck out of here. That's why X, Y, Z. And you're doing that in front of the smitches, my boy. You can't be doing that in front of the smitches. What you, what you doing? And I can't even say who raised you because what I will say is this is not something that comes into conversation as you are raising a child. You're not saying, hey, when amongst you and your friends, you guys need to be united front amongst women because don't be the crew that just breaks in the face of women. Don't be the crew that just starts acting weird. Don't be the person that becomes braggadocious overtly to impress somebody because you're going to look like a fucking creep and a weirdo. That usually doesn't come into conversations from your parents onto you. This is something that you learn socially. So in this, with me being a seasoned veteran with being around women, yes, make light of my feet. That is totally fine. Hold on, give me one second. Sorry about that. My cousin came and uh, had to share some news with me. News that I won't share because it's none of your fucking business. So yes, I had a great time in Jamaica. Went to some parties. I ate some jerk chicken. And um, I remember this one time when I was in Paris. When I was in Paris, you know, a group of Africans, they approached me and they were very aggressive with how they sell things to you. And I started to see that this is a tactic for marketing when you're overseas. What will happen is somebody who's selling something to you will just put something in your hand or they'll just put it on your wrist without your consent. No kind of line of personal boundary. They're just looking to profit off of you. So what ends up happening is somebody's going to approach you and put something on your wrist and you're going to feel compelled to give you to give them some money to release the tension. So when I was in Paris, a group of Africans, they approached me, put the bracelet on my wrist, like, come on, brother, just $20, $20. And I ended up giving them $20. Always kept that in my mind. Like, why did I allow them to broach my personal space like this? Why did I allow them to fucking hustle me like this was i scared of them just now did i just get intimidated into a purchase when the time arises this will never happen to me again i don't like how i feel after giving this at first i thought i was donating but after a while i just felt like i got hurt and i don't like feeling that way so fast forward i'm in jamaica now i'm walking in and out of parties whatever have you and people's trying to sell weed they're putting the weed in your hand. They're putting the bracelets on your wrist. They're trying to put the t-shirt across both of your shoulders. They're doing everything in their power to sell you something. Yo, I got the this. I got the that. I got the gummies. I got the edibles. Yo, I got the weed. I got the bracelets. I got the whatever have you, right? Similar situation. A Jamaican man comes, and they're coming in groves, putting things on my wrist. And I was like, yo, back up. 
yo, I'm good. Yo, I'm not copping right now. Nah, I'm good, bro. Yo, can you give me some space? Yo, it's all good, bro. I'm not interested. And you got to look people in the eye like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm not trying to escalate nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I do not want the bracelet. I do not want your weed. I do not want your edibles. I do not want your T-shirt. And you just got to stand firm. Some people, from what was told to me, their pockets were tapped. Other people, their phones were stolen because they were not vigilant. I can identify danger. And I can identify precarious situations from a mile away, specifically in poor countries. Now, and this is the one thing I want to tell everybody. The reason why I will never stay in an Airbnb in a poor country is because I'm in a house in a poor country. Why would I open myself up to someone who's poor looking to have a come up? Because no matter what moral ground that you stand on, the streets got to eat. And they're going to eat with you, or they're going to kill you to get your food, or they're going to eat without you. So, just because it's a vacation destination for you, doesn't necessarily mean the locals there view it the same way. So, if I'm in a poor country, I got, I'm got i on my P's and Q's. I'm on point. I'm not walking around stumbling. I'm not walking around overtly drunk. I'm not just taking weed from random people. You know, I mean, you have women coming up to me talking about, yo, I want to suck your dick. Those are prostitutes. These girls ain't into you like that. They're not with your vibe like that. They're not trying to do nothing with you. They're trying to rob you. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to see where you stay at. They're trying to rob you. They're trying to lure you to where they're staying at. They have the people that they work with come to rob you. Stop thinking you're that handsome. Stop thinking that you're that charming. Also, stop being oblivious to the fact of how many people, how much money people are making in the area that you're staying in. If you know that Financially, things aren't the best, and you know economically things aren't the best, but because you think you caught a flight, all of a sudden you're in a space of oasis, you might be in the resort that they created for more jobs for the poor people that live in that country. So when you decide to leave your resort, be on your P's and Q's. Don't be walking around with a whole bunch of money. Don't be walking around with your passport. Don't be walking around thinking that it's all good. Don't be walking around thinking that people are just trying to make friends with you. Be aware when you start to see people start to form a group around you so you have nowhere to run. Be cognizant of this. Don't get lured from just being horny and just trying to pick up prostitutes and just having to stay where you stay at or you're just going to go off the grid. And Nah, bro, that's not how it works. It never, ever works that way. So, yes, I had a great time in Jamaica. That was my first time in Jamaica. Shout out to Montego Bay. I had a blast. You know, me and the homies, we got to connect on a real level. You know, I got to eat. I, I was drinking every damn day because, I mean, the, the liquor in the resort was free. Well, it was all-inclusive. The food was all-inclusive. The room service was all-inclusive. Everything was all-inclusive. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a, a dope experience for real. Now, we are close to 12 minutes in, and my hiatus. So, because of my job, a portion of my job is me doing mandatory overtime. So, what was happening is I'm waking up at around 6.30 in the morning, and then I'm working 12 to 13 hour days. So, I'd get home, and then after I get home, I'm still texting people. I'm still calling people. I'm still trying to maintain a social life. Um, as of right now, I'm working out. Like, it was... Then I'm starting catching to a rhythm of, all right, I'm watching basketball now. All right, I'm watching movies. And I'm out by 12 o'clock the latest. So I have four hours to do things 
and just the podcast just fell by the wayside. That's just what happened. Just work and work and work and work. And then if it's not work, I'm traveling. I'm going all kinds of places. I'm leaving. I'm going to Baltimore. I'm going to DC. I'm going to Jamaica. I'm going to Jersey. I'm going to Pennsylvania. I'm 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 just moving. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden I blink and it's been almost two months since I spoke to my people. And this is, I'm, t- I'm tired of taking these hiatuses, yo. I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? The only time I'm going to take a hiatus going forward is if my fucking laptop collapses. You know what I mean? I know I still don't have visuals. I know all these things, man. You know what I mean? And there's relatively no excuse. I'm not going to lie to you. But you make time for the things you want to make time for. And I need to make a real concerted effort to really make this shit explode. I want as many people to listen to this show as possible. And you know what's funny? When I think about my life, it's because everybody who is popular on podcasting is famous for something else. And then bow or they excelled in something else but this is the one thing that i feel like i can excel in without excelling in another area but then with the amount of podcasts that come out whatever have you mentally starts to get to me like am i ever going to break through am i just speaking to myself it may be very possible that by all accounts this is not a good show but i'm going to keep pushing I'm going to keep striving. This is going to work. I know it is. Other things that have been going on is I was speaking to somebody and uh, they were sharing with me something that they found funny. So I just want to share this with you again. I know I've talked about it in the past, but shave your fucking coochie hair, son. Enough of this fucking nonsense. It is not 1968, bro. You're not seeing real-time pictures of Coretta Scott King and Martin Luther King. Those times is done. Good times is not coming out with a new episode. It's not happening. There's not a new Dolomite. Eddie Murphy did his years ago. Yes, it's literally been years at this point. There's not going to be a new Shaft coming out. There's no more black exploitation films coming out. I have an afro, but I do it with the sponge brush. Stop coming out of your house, your apartment, your hostel, wherever the fuck you're living at, with fucking hair on your vagina time, son. Fucking sick of it. Now, this might categorize as women's business, but it really isn't. Because if you are a heterosexual woman or a bisexual woman, chances are you're sharing your vagina with me because of how handsome I am. And if you want me to eat coochie cool it's part of sex i for one enjoy getting top so we are exchanging mouths here my mouth go on said vagina time you're starting to lick some beef everything's going on in a major way i need you to be hairless scorch the earth i need that shit to feel like refined irish butter have you ever had irish butter Have you ever cooked with Irish butter? Do you even know what Irish butter is? Probably not because you're not as cultured as I am. And that's why you listen to this show. I need the motherfucking vagina time to remind me of Irish butter. Now, something else I want to share with you. A tidbit of sorts. Weeks ago, I went to a diner. Because I only go to the diner under two circumstances. To get breakfast 
or it's after 12 or everything else is closed it's after 10 o'clock in long island ain't nothing else open all right cool i'm starving let me go to the diner one time so me and one of the homies we was we was macking niggas was hungry i was like yo hop in the v we about to go to the diner we head over i order fish and chips which is fish whatever fish they fried some french fries i tell them to throw some salt and pepper on the thing then i take the tartar sauce and i take the hot sauce i combine throw that thing on the fishing tin and then i indulge and i eat what i need to eat while i'm sitting there with one of the homies uh one of the workers at the diner offered me a beverage like hey you guys seem cool fools gonna take a little while we're a little backed up kind of offer you guys something to drink i say yes may i please have a ginger ale now the dude looked at me and he started smiling so i'm like oh what's, what's going on he was like well we don't have ginger ale do you want something else i was like i asked for a lemonade he was like okay now that we have solidified what you want i would like to show you something i was like what he was like yo just trust me just i'm gonna, pour, I'm gonna make it i'm gonna make you a drink just tell me what you think of it i say cool comes over hands me a glass it's not liquor it's a beverage i take a sip of it i say hmm okay okay i see what's going on what's this i was like that is a secret in the diner community what secret is that whenever we don't have ginger ale and somebody is adamant about having ginger ale what we do in the diner community is we combine sprite and pepsi you got to put the right amount of pepsi you got to put the right amount of sprite you stir it up you squeeze a lemon in there and you'd be surprised that's what you just sipped i took another sip i'm like this would have fooled me if you didn't say nothing to me, I would have just thought this was some odd tasting ginger ale. So let me tell you guys, if you're in a jam for all the people that might own a diner, that might have a pop-up shop happening, whatever have you, if you are asked of ginger ale and you don't have any handy, combine Pepsi and Sprite, but do some trial runs first. Get your, get your uh, combinations in order. You're, you might put too much Pepsi in there. You might put too much Sprite in there. You might try to add Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper like a fucking weirdo. Trying to substitute shit. Listen to the strategy. Pepsi and Sprite. That is the trick. Do it at your own cost. On the opposite spectrum, if you're at a diner, don't order ginger ale. Order lemonade. Don't be like me. I was a sacrificial lamb at this point. Drinking Pepsi at this age is disgusting drink sprite at this age is disgusting i have a habit i have a problem i'm saying this on the podcast i understand that ginger ale is soda i understand ginger ale and sprites probably the same thing but i am sheep i have been hypnotized i need to get myself together and while i do so i'm here to tell you if you're somebody like me and your go-to uh ask at a diner is ginger ale eradicate that it's not ginger ale as far as the fountain thing, because, you know, everything comes out that gun. It's very seldom that somebody actually has ginger ale for you. Why do you think it's so odd tasting? Because it probably isn't ginger ale to begin with. So, get lemonade. I don't give a fuck where you go. There's always lemonade. Get the lemonade. You're welcome. Something else um, that happened is I recently went to a wedding. That was pretty dope. And the man that was getting married, I had a great time at the wedding. I couldn't have asked 
to have more fun. Like I danced, I drank, I was merry. I got the, I got my shoulders moving. But I was speaking to the groom. We was connected on a real level. And as we're speaking, um, he said something that I found to be profound. He was saying in my friendship group, we just pull up on each other or we'll pull up for each other. But women love each other. And I found that to be very interesting. The difference between pulling up and love. And he went on to elaborate. He was saying that if I was in a jam, if I had beef right now and I called niggas, niggas would pull up for me. If I was on the brink of being homeless and I need niggas to save me, niggas would pull up for me. If it's my birthday and I'm I'm doing something and I set the plan up, I'm like, yo, I want y'all to celebrate my birthday with me. Niggas would pull up on me. If I had anything in under the guise of doing something to celebrate myself or any kind of danger, niggas would pull up on me. But niggas don't love each other. Like we're not intertwined emotionally. Like, I, I don't know the emotional state of my niggas when I'm talking to them. I just see them. I'm happy to be with them. And then whatever task we need to carry out is the task that we're carrying out. But women, it's celebration. It's love. It's y'all speaking to each other. And y'all are really, y- y'all be- y'all get into the details of each other's lives. Y'all are so detail-oriented. You need to know what's going on. You're, you're familiar with this. She's familiar with that. You guys are just... The way y'all smile, like you guys have inside jokes. And as you're smiling, you're hugging on each other while you're laughing. And that's something that, you know, me and my niggas, we don't have that. And that was just very uh, profound to me. How um, we can just be so accustomed to, I'm by myself, I'm by myself, I'm doing my own thing. Then when the situation arises, I hit my friends up. Then for the reason I hit my friends up, we're seeing each other under... The category of the reason why I asked them to pull up. The thing that I asked them to pull up for, that gets executed. Ah, right, y'all, I'll see y'all next time. So, yeah, man, we need to work on um loving each other. That has to happen, man. For real. We're, um, there's too much separation between friends, between family, everything. It feels as though physically you see my aesthetic but you don't know how i'm feeling you don't know what i'm thinking you don't know my view on anything you don't know my likes and dislikes what i fuck with what i don't but you've known me my whole life yeah that's very that's really prevalent amongst men i can't speak for women i can only speak from uh from the outside looking in but the way that women love on each other is something that's so inspiring and that's something that um i'm going to look to do with my friendship group as well so shout out to him i forgot his name super cool dude from jamaica you know i mean he he's somebody that has an understanding of what it takes to be a human in this world and um he had a great wedding it was a it was very unorthodox it wasn't your i mean your a big thing where it's it's you know, it's like a super duper wedding that's $40,000. He did it the right way. He went, got the license at an earlier date, saved up, got the um, celebration popping. Um, the vows were said in front of his friends and family. 
We all partied. The DJ was popping. The food was popping. It was all good, man. I had a um, I had a great time with everybody who I was with. It it was just uh, it was just super dope. It was a dope experience overall. Um, last but not least, I want to tell you guys, Jack in the Box is back. It's back in a major way. It's happening July fifteenth. I'm gonna put uh the link to the party in the bio for all the episodes that's going to be released so please um cop a ticket i would love for everybody to be there i mean we're gonna have hookah it's gonna be freak the killer for the first hour it's gonna be bottomless jack daniels throughout the entirety of the party you know we got the djs popping we got the photographer popping we got the videographer popping we got the hookah popping we got the women popping we got the dancing shoes popping we got it all popping man just get your tickets you know, um, I'm going to try to orchestrate some type of podcast run to uh, promote the party and to promote this show as well. Because I feel like I really need to get into my big promotion bag. But yeah, man, um, cooch your hair, shave it. If you go into a foreign country, stop forgetting that niggas is poor. Do not fold when you are met with jokes, when you're met with some type of adversity, stand strong, stand firm, be stoic, think your way through. And last but not least, outside of the fact that stop ordering ginger ale and diners, start to practice love and not just pulling up. Peace and blessings, pass the dressing, and I'm going to speak to you guys on Friday. <laughs>